Yankees win. The Yankees win. Welcome to NY Fly Zone, a first-class podcast. It is time to feed the fleet. What is going on, Fleet Nation? Welcome to episode 52, and I'm Brendan. And I'm Jared. Welcome back to the NY Fly Zone podcast. Glad you guys are listening. Um, it was a good week last weekend for your Jets. The Giants had a bye. But yeah, Brendan, we, got, we had a new 21 Savage Drake album, which is fire that draws. You want to start with that? I mean, yo, best song on the album for me, Back, back Outside Bull. Me too. Me too. Distribution, Jumbotron popping shit. So like, it, it was good. It was good. Drake came with the heat. 21 a, did his thing. Yeah, I'm a big Her Loss fan. I think it's Her really loss. good. Yeah. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about it, like, Drake hasn't really had that much of a dynamic project since Scorpion, in my opinion, uh, mm. that really pops off. Yeah. I mean, his past couple of drops were kind of questionable, kind of controversial. I mean, you know what I mean? Some people didn't like them. Some did. But uh, her loss, I think he's back. Like, <laughs> just like some dude, top to bottom. Like, I don't see any songs on here that are bad, in my opinion. Uh, I really enjoy all of it. Circo Loco, you got the one more time Circo remix, Daft Punk. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah, Broke man. Boys is fire, Middle of the Ocean. Middle of the Ocean is Middle one of the, the most lyrical. lines in there. Oh yeah. yeah, dude. When he goes, You think I'm going out to Baltimore, how they rave about me. Like that's you said Robert Kraft, Jet. <clears throat> yeah, no, he was like Robert. Yeah, he was like Robert Kraft just flew us out on a jet just to show that we're patriotic. Like something like that. It's crazy. Like he knows and what he's got- doing. He's back. Mm-hmm. And guys, remember, you know, there's a visual podcast as well on YouTube. Um, Brendan and I are both wearing the flannels today. We had a great weekend of weather, but now it's starting to get cold again. So, yeah, it was gorgeous. It's like the fall. It actually feels like fall today. Yeah, but the past weekend was like 60s. It was short weather. Right. We're all outside just enjoying it. I was grilling with the boys, having a good time. So, nice. fall is coming back now. It was a little swing of the weather change, but fall is back. Mm hmm. So let's get things started here. Bills at Jets. Jets take it 20 to 17. Brendan, take it away. I mean, I'm ecstatic. Like, this was an amazing win. It was just what this Jets fan base needed coming off of a a really gruesome loss against the New England Patriots. Like I said in mm-hmm. weeks prior, the Jets lined up very well up against the Patriots. And I think they they overshadowed them. I think they have a lot more dynamic players when it comes to more depth. I mean, I think our defense is legit. I Coming off of this week, I'm going to say that our defense is the best defense of football. I'm going to say that. Uh, I think Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed is the best tandem cornerback duo in the league. The statistics are there to prove it. Sauce Gardner is the real deal. Both of them locked down. Stefan Diggs. All right. We made Josh Allen look like Zach Wilson with some of these throws. Josh Allen Mm -hmm. threw two picks and Zach Wilson, I think the most important highlight, I mean, you could say it was the contributions on the defensive side of the football, right? You can obviously argue that our defense won us this game because of how well we lined up against this powerful Buffalo Bills offense. But I think Zach Wilson, for him to go out there and not turn the ball over, coming off of a really mentally nauseating game for him, right? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Everyone was concerned, even including myself as a Jets fan, was concerned with his tendencies and his playmaking decisions. But for him to bounce back against virtually, I think we could all agree, I mean, it's either the Eagles or the Bills at this point, are the best teams in the division, I think we, or I'm sorry, in the league. I'm sure we all can get behind that. I personally think that the Buffalo Bills are the best team uh, in the league just because of Josh Allen, just because of Stephon Diggs, McDermott, the defense. things that they were able to do, that defense. I just think that they're, they've are they been in the winning mindset more than this Eagles team. I think that the Eagles are kind of questionable when it comes to the postseason. We don't know. We'll see how long that this run can go for. But I think that the Bills just line up the best on paper and they have a better quarterback. And that that's just my belief. But for Zach Wilson to go out there and throw for 154 yards, which, you know, isn't anything too sexy, but it's, you know, he's going the football, he's going the football field. Uh, length and and half of that, so that's that's not terrible going up against this defense. One touchdown, zero interceptions, and a one hundred one point one QBR. That is the best QBR, QBR he's had all season, and he's going up against a Super Bowl caliber, not even a Super Bowl caliber, but a potential Super Bowl winning defense here. And mm-hmm. I'm 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 extremely happy. However, you know the Jets were able to line up well. My Buddies, one of my housemates, uh, Anthony Bruno, shot him. He went to the game. Uh, I actually was invited to go to this game, but I didn't go because I decided to save my money and go to the Jets-Jags game on Thursday Night Football. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm ecstatic. This was an amazing win for the New York Jets. We're 6-3 and three now. We have a bye to rest up and go into Foxborough. The Jets have not beaten the Patriots in, in, uh, in seven years, right, since 2015, but we have not beaten the – Patriots in Gillette Stadium in 12 years. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Maybe we could snap that drought, uh, kill two birds in one stone and snap that drought. And heading off of this game, I mean, when we're six and three and we're neck to neck in leading the division, right? Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills are six and two. They got the Vikings next week. I think that's a bit of winnable game for the Vikings. I think that they can catch them lacking. I mean, we saw Kirk Cousins turning up in the locker room. I mean, he's playing like a great quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Or not locker room, he's on a plane. But I mean, the the Jets and Zach Wilson need to be very humble heading into this game because I don't want to see Zach Wilson get too comfortable. I don't want to see his ego control right, right. his playmaking abilities. We can't have a part two. Mm-hmm. And but I hope that he's able to, to calm that. Yeah. Let's get back to Zach Wilson's performance in this game. I mean, I feel like we said a couple of weeks ago, we said now that Wilson was limiting this team and he really cost him the loss against the Patriots. And he does his job in this game, doesn't turn over the football. That's the big plus for me. Still, though, I mean, the, the Jets are heavy, rely on their run. And it showed that in the final drive of the game, how they were able to milk the clock down. It's a strength of the team, but it just goes to show how the Jets don't trust Zach Wilson yet with his arm. And they let him try to do it against the Patriots, but against the Bills, they were more conservative with his arm and opted for the run instead. So, as a, Zach Wilson, I'm glad he didn't turn the ball over. Um, but it, it was it was a running that really the running game and the defense that got you this dub. Yeah, and if you think about this West Coast offense, I mean, look at Jimmy G, obviously his statistics are much more attractive. He has 11 mm-hmm. touchdowns, four interceptions on the season. However, you could argue has more talent around him. He's got 
uh, Christian McCaffrey. He's got George Kittle. He's got uh, Debo, Debo Samuel. He's got Ayuk. And he's got a real, real offensive line. He's got uh, one of the best organizations in football. If we're talking about the whole stretch of historical aspects, it's it's either the first or second best um, of all time, uh, historically speaking. Um, but for the Jets, I mean, think about it. We're a new organization here. Robert Sala is coming off of his, you know, his second year of being a NFL head coach. For him mm-hmm. to already have two more games that we had all season last year, uh, and for Zach Wilson to have two more games than he's already had in his last season next, last year. Um, and not to mention Zach Wilson missed a month of football or three weeks of football. So, and Zach Wilson right now is five or he's, yeah, he's five and one. He's five and one so far as a quarterback with the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm, I kind of like that. I kind of like that statistic, yeah. whether if you want to look at his, you know, his yards and his touchdown to interception ratio right now, um, He's still like you you can't go in here and game plan a game expecting him to air it out on this Buffalo Bills defense and expect to win. That's not how you're going to beat the Bills. You're going to beat the Bills the old-fashioned style of football by creating turnovers um and running the ball. And mm-hmm. the Bills weren't able to of that having possession of that clock is key. I mean, you had five more minutes of possession over them. And we know the Bills their their kryptonite over the past couple of years has been their running game. And when it gets time to that, um, they 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 didn't show it. I mean, they they couldn't stop the run, and you know, Hines and uh, I mean, the leading rusher was Josh Allen, who had two TDs rushing himself. Yeah, and this Jets defense is absolutely legit. Uh, I think it's the best defense in football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and this defense, a defense like this, can take you far in the playoffs. I mean, the Jets. Right now, are six and three. This win, I think, really could. You could argue that it saved our season because the the division. I mean, the Jets right now are two and one in the division. We've beaten the Dolphins and we've beaten the Bills. And we lost the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And as you know, this this division is extremely close. We have the the Pats breathing down our necks at four and four. I think they're five hundred right now. And then you have the. Uh, the Dolphins breathing down our next four. Are they five and three, or, or are they six, six and three right now as well? So it's a very close matchup for us to get a win on the Buffalo Bills, and and now we know a hundred percent that we're splitting with them, right? And I, that mm-hmm. is even crazy to think that we've already split it's with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, we've already split with the Miami Dolphins. The Giants don't have yet. We've already split with the Bills. We've already split with the Dolphins. Now we're looking to split with the Patriots, and we have a week. To prepare, to look over film, to to study how to game plan against Mac Jones, and mm-hmm. and so I think the Jets set themselves up to a very good position given the circumstances. I'm ecstatic. I'm not. I'm if anything, I'm more confident and happy in Zach Wilson than not because of his ability to be able to bounce back and take care of the football and not do the things that shot us in the foot. And I think the Jets right now have put themselves in a position to potentially maybe even win the division. Honestly, maybe mm. even win the division. And I say that because if we were able to go off and beat the New England Patriots, right, we would split with them. We would improve to seven and three. Then we got the Chicago Bears, right, and we're home for that. Then we got the Minnesota Vikings, who are amazing, right? So you could say we could lose that um, because we're in Minnesota. You know, seven and three you're looking – or seven and four you're looking at. Um, then the Bills were in Buffalo, probably lose that, seven and five. 
Then you got the Lions, eight and five. Mm. You got the Jags, nine and five. Hopefully, right? I'm just I'm just talking. Right. And then and then us being in the twelfth fan, right? Playing against the Seahawks. If we could beat the Bills, I think we could beat them. We travel amazing on the road. We have not lost one road game this season. We're undefeated mm. on the road. I mm-hmm. like our chances against them. Ten and five. And then if we lose to the Miami Dolphins in Miami, which is very probable, if I'm being honest, we never really get the job done in Miami. Um, that's or I don't, yeah, I mean that that should be ten and ten and ten and seven. It should be, but um, yeah, or, yeah, um, or eleven, eleven, I, eleven and six. I think it should be. I guess. Yeah, my bad. I don't think you guys are gonna catch the Bills, and that's e- with. And let's say Allen does eventually go down with that injury. That it seems like he'll be able to play through. I'm, I would be worried about the Dolphins too, with Tua back, Tyreek and Waddle going off. Their offense is pretty unstoppable. And I know we said about the Bills defense and the Jets just stop them, but you got to play in Miami. And they're they're rolling right now. This defense, I I still see you guys as a playoff team given this defense. But I I would slow down on the you know the opportunity to take the division. I feel like if it's more possible that you guys are gonna be in third place than number one. You think we're gonna be in third place over second? Yeah, I think it's I think it's the Dolphins catching you guys just due to their offensive power and they they upgrade in defense with Bradley Chubb. Let's see where the who the Dolphins have to play. Coming up, I mean, they got the Browns. That should be a dub. Um, next they got the Texans, the Niners, which they'll be it's it'll be a nice game. The Chargers, who the Chargers have been lacking this year, the Packers, who've been lacking this year, the Patriots again, and they have to play the Bills eventually. So they know they're going to be neck and neck against you, and so having that win against uh, above them right now is a positive thing. But I still feel like the Dolphins. And overtake you in this division. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, 100%. Tua Tagovailoa is playing like a franchise quarterback. He's having an amazing season. Kudos to him. Kudos to this Miami Dolphins brass and staff for really going out there and making a name for themselves and changing the whole organization. I mean, they tr- basically traded Laramie Tunsil and uh, Ndamukong Su, all the guys that they had around for if you think about it, Tyree, eventually, Waddle, yeah, Chuck. yeah, that's disgusting. They're building a, a, a real blue chip team there in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason why I speak like this is because the Jets have put ourselves in contention to do so. Only right. reason why I'm not I'm not saying it will 100 percent happen. I'm saying that we now have an opportunity to do so. We did not right, have right. an opportunity to do so prior to this Buffalo Bills win. Now that we have beaten them. We know that we're going to go 500 with them this year. We mm-hmm. already know that we went 500 with the Dolphins. We have an opportunity to have two wins over them. Same with the Dolphins. We have an opportunity to have two wins over the Bills. Well, uh, I have, I have, do you know if you guys like all tie for first place? What what is it? Strength of schedule? Is it? Yes, it's strength of schedule. And our strength of schedule, I believe, is more is more is harder than both of these teams. I, I believe I could be wrong, but I remember Same our strength of stat schedule has been extremely difficult. I mean, just remember the teams that we played. I mean, the Steelers, the Packers, just Broncos, the Packers in Lambeau, the Steelers, yeah. the Ravens, the 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 Browns in Cleveland, the right. Bengals, the defending Super Bowl uh, right, you know, runner-ups, right. yeah. uh, the Dolphins. Like like 
bro, the Broncos in Mile High, the the we have the, our division, which obviously is crazy. The Vikings, mm-hmm. um, everyone yeah. wrote us off before we played this season. So, uh, I think the Jets have an opportunity to shock the world, and I think we need to win this game against the New England Patriots to at least go five hundred with them. Right. And right. that's going to be a big game for us for sure. Mm-hmm. Sauce Gardner been popping off, goes up against Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis, and you know the the one thing though I see on Twitter is. I don't know if you saw, but there's a compilation of Sauce Gardner miss pass interference calls. What do you have to say to the people who say he pass interferes or he's not that special? Um. Well, what I think it is is that I think the last play, if I'm being completely honest with you, the last play of the game when he was matching up in the backfield and Josh Allen threw like a 40-yard bootleg pass to the left sideline and Sauce, I think that one was a little bit questionable. I think it could go either way. However, I think that Sauce has been wrongfully called in the past uh for some plays and i think that that was the nfl getting back for the jets equaling it out because i think that the officiating against the new england patriots was terrible um in my opinion um i think that there was pass interference calls on sauce Gardner that should not have been called uh i was i was thinking i thought that that delayed of hit uh on mac jones that could have been a pick six was right. a huge momentum square within the jets and um oh, obviously the nfl wants to crack down on the roughing the passer due to what happened with two. I understand that, but I didn't see Mac get ragdolled down. I didn't see him hit his head on turf. I didn't see, it was kind of, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, he just bumped into him. It wasn't like yeah. a violent act. It was kind of more of like a, I'm running fast. I need to slow down. He didn't lower the shoulder on him. He just mm-hmm. brushed into Mac. So I think that there's been a p- plentiful missed calls that has harmed the Jets this season. And if anything, it was balancing it out by the NFL refs. Um, in terms of sauce and and what you say, I think that he is an excellent defender. And I think that his lengthiness of his arms uh, helps so much for his advantage going up against receivers and his ability to have somewhat separation from a body perspective, but also be able to be in someone else's like zone of reception is mm-hmm. because of his length of his arm. So I think it could go either way. I think in that for the most part, there's instances where it's clean and you see ball, but then there's also times that, you know, that, I mean, it could go either way, but as a Jets fan, I am happy with the call with what happened. I think that the Jets deserve to win that game against Buffalo. Um, if they gave that call in favor of Buffalo, they probably would have won that game and the Jets literally beat the Buffalo Bills that game. So I felt like we deserved mm-hmm. that win. Um, we outplayed them, you know, Josh threw two picks. There's no reason why he should have beaten us that game. Uh, so I think it went in favor ultimately in that matchup, but I mean, sauce, he's just got to continue to play great football. And I think the league's recognizing him. And when you're doing great things, you get good recognition from refs. They tip your cap and they know that he's literally like the, Mm -hmm. the leader in defensive rookie of the year. They know that he's has the best coverage in the league right now. So I think that he's just getting recognition. And he's very marketable too. Likeable guy. Giving Johnny the, his ice cream. I see all over Jets social media. Have you seen the the coin flip guy who's flipped a coin for every Jets game? Yeah, and I it's saw that. It's worked out perfectly so far. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you think it's going to continue? Um, oh, wait. Can I mean, we pull I, it up? Can we pull it up? I want to see what he It says got. they lose against New England. And it and, and I remember it has you make it to the AFC championship game. And lose it. Um, yeah. And lose it. I mean, it's it's 
with that defense in the playoffs, it's it, it's going to be tough if you guys have to face the Chiefs or Bills, the Dolphins at some point. So I don't know. I don't think I don't know if you guys are. You might be too young for the AFC Championship. You know, it's, it's going to be tough even getting into the playoffs. But it's a really cool story so far. I don't know. I think anything's possible, dude. I mean, even seeing. I mean, I guess Jets, you saw the Bengals last year make it. Yeah, all the way. yeah. I I want to see more of Zach. I mean, I think this game against the Patriots and how he's how he's gonna play. Like I said, I mean, we mm-hmm. saw him get overconfident when and we Foxborough went in. Too. Yeah, chirping at him. Yeah. So I we gotta. I don't want him to be overconfident. I don't want the Jets fans to celebrate this one too much. Or I'm sorry, Jets fans and Jets players. I do not want them to celebrate this one too much. Because uh, we have to be humble. I mean, I, th- I think fans should celebrate this a lot. I mean, look, the Bills are, are arguably the Super Bowl favorites. Mm-hmm. Them and the Eagles or in the Chiefs. You guys beat them, and it wasn't like the Bills were injured at all. They were pretty much yeah. at full strength. They, they, you know, you guys shut them down offensively, and Allen played bad against your defense. I think you should be happy because you weren't even supposed to be in this position right now. So. No, nah, I agree. I retract that statement. I more so meant like uh the the players should not like they should celebrate, right. but they it should not distract them from the next focus mm-hmm. uh going up against the New England Patriots, whom seem to just notoriously just beat beat us. They just always seem yeah. to beat us. And I think it's our time to snap that streak and change the direction going forward for the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the Jets playing the the Titans right now. I mean, that's how, if the playoffs were to end right now, we would be the fifth seed. The Titans would be the fourth seed. We would be in Oof. Nashville. That'd be, that would be an interesting matchup because yeah. you got D Henry on one side. Both teams love to run the ball. Yeah, we got the um, Jets front four. I, I would I would say you have a better defense than Titans for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they just might have to just be more seasoned. You know, they've been to the playoffs a couple of times at least. I'm just excited, dude. I mean, I haven't seen playoff football and knock on wood. Nothing's guaranteed yet for sure. Yeah. I know that there's a whole lot of, lo- of season left to play to happen, but just to be mm-hmm. this is the halfway point, I'm pretty sure. Just to be six and three where the New York Jets are right now, to be in playoff contention, to be in the conversation in Being over 500. November, <laughs> over 500, uh, already having a positive record in the division. Uh, mm-hmm. That is, I mean, I haven't seen the playoffs. I haven't seen the Jets in the playoffs since I was since 10 years ago, 10, 10 years, 10 years ago, I believe 12 years ago, 12 years ago. I haven't seen it. So I was 10 years old. I half of my life around this earth, half of my life around taking trips around the sun on this earth. I I've never seen the the Jets. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy to do this and it's crazy to be in this contention and J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's keep it going. And moving on to the Giants, who had a bye week this past week. Didn't really get to talk much about their Seattle loss. Um, Did not record last week. But I just wanted to say some quick things about that. It's not to panic Giants fans, Giants players. Seattle is a good team. Um, And it was it was in Seattle, which is always tough to do. Geno Smith is legit. Um. Daniel Jones didn't play that well. You know, the offense seems to lack creativity. They they seem to lack um, some schemes, which we haven't seen from Brian Dable and the staff so far. And it was just glaring to me how we're missing a number one, a true number one receiver. I mean, Darius Slayton and Tanner Hudson, who I have no idea who that is. 
getting the ball. Um, and Saquon was limited. He only had two and a half average yards on 20 carries. So this is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't panic yet. It was close for majority of the game up until that fourth quarter. It was very reminiscent of a last year's squad game. And it was a tough watch. But I say that and not to be uh, disappointed, not to hit the panic button. Because there's, like Brandon was saying before, there's a lot of football left. And we got the Lions this week. Who the Lions are always a you know a team that's gonna play, it's gonna they're gonna you know try their best, but they're still not a good team. And I fully expect us to win this game, being at home and coming off a bye, having that time to look at every Jared Goff film, to study how Swift moves and Jamal Williams, these guys move. We're gonna have um you know someone on Amaro St. Brown and um their defense, man. We we should not be stopped by this defense. If we get you know if we score less than ten points against this defense, then I'll get worried about our offense. And but I fully expect us to go out and perform against the Lions. Yeah, you guys are better than this Lions team. I mean, you're six and two, coming off a bye, and you have a prime opportunity to be seven and two here. And that mm-hmm. is just amazing. That boosts your playoff chances here early. And you guys got to win the games that you know you can win. Um, because yep. we've seen you 100%. go out there and win against teams like the Ravens, that the Packers, are the Packers, Packers, right? So you guys can ball and you guys can play against elite teams in this league. That's proven. But we need to see that you guys can win against the Lions. We need to see that you guys are able to keep that that mojo in the locker room, that winning culture. Because, like you said before. The Lions, although their record may not replicate or convey or display of w- what they are on the field, they're they're they can ball. I mean, they got some young mm-hmm. players. They they yeah. got a great running game. They got Jared Goff, who has Super Bowl experience. You know, playing in the Super Bowl. They have uh, Dan Campbell, a very animated head coach that loves the game of football and loves his players. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got some young corners as well that I think will match up well against your receiving core. Um, so Jared, is this, is this, uh, this home, this home game for you guys? Yeah. Home game. Yeah. So I think big blue nation is going to pop out. I think you guys are, I think you guys are going to have a nice crowd and I think you ultimately guys get this win. I think the experience and the momentum at this point of this season will, will, I think will take care of the job against this, uh, Lions uh, squad. And I think you guys match up well mm-hmm. on paper. And I like, I mean, it's Saquon is going to be doing well. I think he's going to really take advantage of this. I think the run game he is going to get the job done. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Daniel Jones, they're going to pop off running. I believe they should, we should really scheme how we did against um the Jaguars in that game where Jones had a hundred, uh, Jones had 107 yards and Barkley had 110 yards. We should do try to do something like that. Try to replicate that. The Jags, like the Lions, aren't necessarily a good team, and you know it's tough. If you know it's tough to defend uh, Barkley and Jones, to think about them both in the running game. So that I think that's the key to success right there is to include Jones in the running game, and I I personally believe Barkley will go off too. I can see him scoring two touchdowns. Um, I put a lay on that, but you know I don't know if you saw this, Brendan, but one of the Giants defenders, safety Xavier McKinney. Well, now is missing time. Our starting safety due to an ATV 
incident. Oh, is this like it, breaking news or something? It it was like yesterday, I think it broke, but wow. Xavier McKinney man, he posted that he was on a tour and there was an accident. And let me just say, you know, he, he said he might come back. He's not sure if the season's over. Um, and he was on a sightseeing tour. And let me say, when I went to Puerto Rico in December, I was on an ATV sightseeing tour as well. And it's it's pretty easy not to, you know, <laughs> break your break your wrist or a hand injury sustained. Um, so and first off, like I get, I get, you know, spending time with family or friends, whatever, on your bio. But like to begin with, ATV, you know, riding, that's that's you know, that's a risk. You gotta sign a waiver for that. I feel like if you're in season, you shouldn't be signing up for anything that requires a waiver. Even if you want to go to bounce or some shit like that, you know, it's too important. It's too important to your team. I feel like McKinney stepped up because, you know, from we got him from Alabama a couple of years ago. And and now we have to rely on other guys who necessarily, you know, weren't getting all those reps. He broke fingers. And I'm just it's I'm kind of annoyed by it. You know, I hope he gets well soon. Like I'm sure, you know, he wasn't all that wasn't I hope he wasn't being reckless on the ATV. It sounds like he wasn't, but it's just like an odd injury for a team that's rolling. Yeah, you don't want any locker room distractions. And I don't it's gonna be interesting to see how the New York Giants handle this or if they keep it in the house, sweep it under the rug. Because mm-hmm. as you mentioned before, the whole waiver thing, athletes aren't supposed to be doing anything that uh permits signing a waiver i mean i'm pretty sure athletes can't go like wake like they can't go like skydiving they can't go like yeah. cliff jumping I mean, that they all makes sense because because they're all under contract so i don't mm-hmm. know if mckinney breached his contract regulations i do not know uh soon will probably be released however i think the giants want to suppress as much noise as possible um yeah because they want this win against the lions and mckinney I think is one of your uh, better players on the defensive side of the ball, especially your safety. He, I mean, to not have him there definitely will be absent. It will be a big piece that can stop the run game, that can match Mm -hmm. up against receivers and coverage, uh, stop tight ends, block if he, you know, break past blocks. Um, He definitely had a great impact on on this team thus far. So, so is the conditioning of his injury released, or is there an estimate of how long he'll be out for, or is he questionable, or? Or I mean, what? What's yeah, the status? Um, the status right now is you know not at all like not concrete. You know, Dable Brian Dable, you know, refused to criticize him, although he said he was disappointed. Right now, it's just the next several weeks, and um, and he was also they said we play again this season. He said no timeline on it, so he also said it was uh. A freak accident. A couple of fingers injured, um, and he was he wasn't even in the United States. Says here, so he returned to the U.S. for for a surgery. Yeah, I mean, um, if he's getting surgery. That's more serious than that. That's serious. Yeah, he said that you know it was nothing that was reckless, but you know it's just just unfortunate, just unfortunate. Yeah, I'm taking a look. Yeah. I'm trying to look at your schedule right now, see how things are gonna play. Yeah, out. I mean, the only thing we got to worry about is the Eagles keep winning. You know, they look unstoppable. 
Oh wait, no, you Cowboys. guys got you guys got the Texans next week. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, Texans. Texans and then Lions after that. Yeah. Fuck, fucking Google this shit. I knew it was the Texans too. They're both home, but no sweat. Either way, I think that this is you guys. Either way, fine. both both yeah. you know similar things for both things. You know, both games. These aren't good teams, so we need to we need to show them who we are. Big blue name. Come out and win. Doesn't matter who we are playing, and we got to get out and get these dubs. We got to get out, and come out and get these dubs. You guys have the Eagles are playing the Commanders. The Cowboys are playing the Packers. Are likely ones for them. Yeah, I mean, if you guys, you guys got the Texans, you got the Lions. That's it's an opportunity to go to go eight and two. Eight and like, two. come mm-hmm. on, like how could you not? And you have a prime opportunity to do so, and that's easing into the Cowboys. And you guys need that win desperately. We really do. Yeah, if we want to have priority in seeding, because the Cowboys are going to keep rolling as well. I mean, they got Dak back. Their defense is great this year. Micah Parsons popping off. Um, even Ezekiel Elliott's contributing a bit. And um, they got the they got the Packers this week. Um. So I'm looking at the Giants team. We could easily go make 11 wins, but still somehow find our way in the lower seedings, making us face the Eagles or Vikings in the NFC. Jack, could you imagine if the Jets and the Giants both were in the playoffs the same Man, what, season? That would be a time to be alive for sure. I mean, both teams, both teams, over-unders were like four and a half, five and a half, you know. And they've already, already surpassed, surpassed that. It. Yeah. They already surpassed halfway through. And I think it just shows that you know organizations made the right hires at GM, at the head, head, head coach. The Jets, um, I feel like the Jets are more of a legit team on the defensive side of the ball than the Giants. Uh, the Giants have gotten pretty lucky. It's mostly been Saquon Barkley a couple of times. And the other team's just not performing in the big moments. So... You know, I still see their success. I still see Daniel Jones popping off, getting better every game, leading this team, showing emotion. Barkley's trying to get his bag. So it's exciting time for New York football. Exciting time. So Giants hopefully get the job done against the Texans, improve to seven. And two, that would be crazy. And then the Jets mm-hmm. get ready to rest before they go to Foxborough in enemy territory. And in two weeks, maybe both of our teams are seven wins. I mean, that that's the goal. That's but, the goal. But we'll see. Thank you guys for listening to episode 52 of the NY Fly Zone podcast. If you're listening, make sure to like, listen, subscribe, share to your friends, check out all of our content at NY Fly Zone on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Yes, you know, at NY Fly Zone. Thank you all for listening this season and following along. You've been great, and it's been a pleasure. Peace. Peace. Thank you. This has been the NY Fly Zone podcast. We drop every Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Music. Follow us on Instagram at NYFlyZone.